What's up, Team Earwax? Calvin and I are really excited to announce that we have sold out completely in the sense that we're selling merch. (laughs) No, not really, but we are excited to announce that we're selling merch. A lot of hard work has been done by the wonderful Lauren Cusick to uh, design the shirt and uh, make it happen. We also have stickers out, um, which look fantastic. I mean, it might be a little biased, but what can you do? Um, yeah, the, uh, the link will be available on our Instagram and our bio at stupidity in your ear. And the link will also be available on the description of this episode on YouTube. So yeah, go ahead, get your stupid on. You're listening to the stupidity in your ear podcast. Here comes the stupid. Welcome back to the Love Podcast. Do you really want to be in love? Ready to do. <laughs> Ready to, to get to give me the people and I'm free my little soul. I want to get lost in your right. Okay, we're not going to roll. Yeah, good call. Oh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. What's up, Q Tippers? Good to see you all. Yeah, I mean, it's good to know you're listening because we can't see you. That was a stupid Calvin. Brad, um, no, this is uh, this is a special episode um, because today Calvin and I are going to attempt to fall in love. Dun dun dun! As if we're not already there. That's but. true. I mean, because we pretty much already killed it. But <laughs> I mean, we uh, yeah, we killed it. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. This uh, this is a thing that's been done in uh, other podcasts or YouTube channels and stuff. But essentially, there are apparently 36 questions on this website that if you and someone else answer them together, then you will inevitably fall in love. So hopefully, ho- fingers crossed. Um, we're probably only going to do like 10 of the questions because it's really time consuming. But maybe we'll only fall 10% in love then. I don't know. Yeah. We can only use 10% of your brain, so. Right, right. You waste the other 90%. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get started, though, I would love to give a big shout-out to our sponsor for this episode, uh, Seinfeld. Um, nice. Yeah, wow. Seinfeld, he called me up the other day. He was like, hey, um, I'm not doing too hot in my career, um, but I've heard this uh, stupidity here <laughs> is popping off. Um, he did, he actually said popping off, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're a bit too well. that, but whatever. And, uh, he was like, yeah, could you guys give me a plug? And I was like, sure. Um, for a small amount of money. Um, yeah. So lots of the episodes. Try to get on a uh, comedians in cars, getting coffee. Uh, yeah, I need to talk to you about possible dates for that. Um, cool. Cool. Yeah. You can come pick us up. We should do our own thing for podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, podcasters in uh, podcasters in back alleys eating grilled cheese and ham. No, they all have to start with P. Podcasters in ponds eating pea soup. Pea soup—that is the best kind of soup, dude. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, let's get let's into, get into it. it. Um. Yeah. So, first question is, Calvin. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? I think I'm going to go with my man, Steve Carell. I mean, you've asked me this before, but I got to stick with it because nothing has changed. That man is a genius in several different forms. I mean, uh, he's a writer, director, producer, uh, the funniest actor that I think I know around right now. Oh, except for Chris Pratt is also. I would I would love Chris Pratt. Now that I'm thinking Gotta about pick it. Pick one. Oh crap. <laughs> I think I've idolized Steve Carell more, so I'm gonna go with Steve Carell. But I I need Chris Pratt as well. So if I ever get to that <laughs> point, I'm gonna have Steve Carell and Chris Pratt on the podcast and be like, Yo, yeah. what's up? Let's get stupid. Um, <laughs> I think I, I was just thinking too about when we were talking about making merch and putting like some pants and on like the butt it says get uh, let's get stupid. I remember that. I just I'm now that we have merch out, 
which you should go buy if you're listening, Brad. Go buy our merch. Um, yeah. It's in the description. If you, want, uh, if you want pants to say, get your stupid on, just drop down in the comments. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. <laughs> no, that's a really good answer, Steve Carell. I think Steve uh, Carell. Sorry, I got distracted. I would, I would love to eat dinner with him. But uh, my answer is definitely um, C.S. Lewis. Um, just because, oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I'm a uh, reader. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. a reader. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Um, he's just been really influential in my life. I think his, the way he thinks is so cool. His writing is so great. Um, I think he would just be somebody that would be fun to have a conversation with. Um, but I could be way off. Yeah. He could be a weirdo. In, I'm in sure. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be very fun conversationist. But, yeah. So yeah, that's mine. Um, next question: What would constitute a perfect day for you? I wake up. Um, someone brings me uh, breakfast in bed. Actually, never mind. I actually really hate breakfast in bed. So. Because it, it makes it logistically makes no sense because there's no <laughs> way to like you're sitting up but you're so worried about spilling on your the place you sleep in yeah yeah and then like I'm looking at my bags I'm just imagining um that, this is a studio actually it's not really my room it's my it's a studio right. um but right. like you're worried about spilling everywhere and then like you're just like this close with the plate because there's nowhere to put the plate to it's like on your covers but then you're worried about spilling so you're like holding your plate it's very uncomfortable you're just eating and you're like like basically the fork and the like your hands are like right next to each other so you're like scooping it in your mouth because you don't want to spill anything and it's just it's not comfortable it's not great not ideal so not your perfect day would start with. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I totally forgot what we were even talking about. Perfect day. I'm gonna say let's. I'm gonna wake up, um, and I happen to find a thousand dollars on the ground because this is how I'm gonna have to afford all the rest of this day. Right. I go to breakfast with some. You know, I'm gonna go with my friends. No, I'm gonna go family because, you know, I haven't seen them in a while. Mm. Terrible son. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go. Let's go eat breakfast with my family at a. Somewhere nice. That's a breakfast place. A lot of good breakfast places. Uh, Dude, on diner. Shout out. We went there once. Um, IHOP's always too flame, but that's more of like a late night. Like you got to go at like four in the morning. Yeah. yeah. But I go out to eat with my family in the morning, and then I come home. Probably read a little bit. Take a little time off. It's raining outside, so it's mm. aesthetically very pleasing. I'm all about mm. aesthetics in this day. Mm. And so then, um, for lunch, go get. Uh, go hop out, get a nice burger, probably maybe some steak. Um, with my friends this time, uh, I would say maybe Dempsey's. Uh, shout out Dempsey's, our second sponsor for today. Um, they have incredible burgers and yeah. fries. I went there the other day with Hillard. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I go there with my friends. And then we go back to someone's house. We just hang out, play some play some video juegos. Um, some Super Smash Bros, some Call of Duty, some mm. Battlefront 2 old style like Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty. But I'm talking like that $10 really old Battlefront game. That's mm-hmm. two flame. Mm-hmm. And then 007. Yeah. Oh, 007, some gun game on this boy. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, go out to dinner again. Uh yeah. something else probably pretty crazy. Maybe yeah. maybe a steak this time. Um yeah. and then I fly to Paris for the night and then I walk around Paris and thankfully I realized oh the love of my life is right next to me um I don't know how that happened because I don't know who that is right, yet right, she, right, meets right. Me, she meets me in Paris we didn't we didn't have the same flight yeah, yeah. um so then we spend the night in Paris um but of course separate rooms and then yeah then I realized crap I'm in Paris and I have class tomorrow and so then I fly <laughs> back and then she's like crap I didn't book a flight and so then we break up because we didn't communicate and that's why that's like communication is my biggest flaw so that's what you're asking right <laughs> um so i'm gonna say same all right next question cool let's move on uh, <laughs> um let's see do you have a secret hunch about how you will die
probably from lifting too many weights. Mm. Like just getting in the gym every day, like yeah. doing the bench press and mm. the cleans and the deadlifts and yeah. yeah, yeah, or actually parachuting. Like, uh, what's that called when you jump out of a plane with a parachute? Uh, jetpacking. Yeah, jetpacking, um, and just forgetting my parachute. Mm-hmm. That's a classic one. Or if I if I were to want to die young, which yeah, if I were go- going to like, if I was like, mm, I've got a terminal illness, mm-hmm. I'm going to die tomorrow. I'm going to go yeah. on my own terms. I'm definitely getting in those squirrel suits, and I'm just yeah, just go and then just drill something really hard. And then I've yeah. learned that actually, when your parachute doesn't eject, when you're uh, I don't even know what that's called. Jumping out of a plane. Jetpacking. Yeah, jetpacking. When you hit the ground, that's not what kills you. What kills you is you bounce up, and every single bone in your body is broken. And then you land again, and the the broken bones and all that stuff just pierce all your organs and stuff. And that is actually what kills you. So probably like the most horrible thing I've ever read in my entire life. But yeah. So anyway, that's probably my biggest fear. If that was your question. Um, I think I'm going to die probably from reading, reading, reading too many too books. <laughs> you actually read my brain. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably, you know, just read, uh, in dim light a lot. Um, until my eyes start to degrade and, um, disintegrate within my skull. Um, and it becomes a poison to my brain that slowly kills me. Um, but I'm so pretentious that I won't allow anyone to heal me or, or fix me. Instead, I try to read about how to heal myself <laughs> and therefore kill myself by reading more. So, oh, smart. Yeah. Smart man. That's a good way to die. Not at all. That sounds awful. Um, uh, okay. Name three things that we have in common. I said we because. <laughs> The question says, name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. And I'm just not super comfortable with that terminology. So Yeah. I don't want to put a label on this, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. not there yet. No. Let's just keep it loose, keep it fluid, yeah. keep it chill. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep the DTR far down the road. Way down there. Way 40th down. episode or something like that. Just, just having fun, man. Yeah, just we're just kind of... Myself, you know? <laughs> I'm just trying to date me right now. I just need to work on me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like I need to get myself in order before I'm, I'm ready. Actually, dating myself, yes. <laughs> I hate that. Okay, I don't even know what the question was. I wasn't listening. So. Uh, three things that we have in common. Right, uh, podcasting. Yeah, big uh, podcaster guys. Big um, gym guys. Um, big time in the gym every day. Cut. Uh, yeah, big time. What else do we have in common? Um, Big time rush. Yeah. Oh, we both own guinea pigs. Avid guinea pig owners. Yes. I. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. 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 The other thing that I was thinking of was that we both uh, protested clean water. Yeah. We were both at that protest. It's, it was a protest. Not, it's not a well, good idea. Yeah, there was the counter protest because we were counter protesting clear water. They the people wanted clean water, and we were protesting yep. against it. Yeah, we were like, no, no clean water. Well, Don't the waste thing is, my if time. you get people used to having clean water, then when they have dirty water, they're only going to complain about they're it. They're going to complain all. Oh and then gosh, if you give them just dirty encouraging water, people, yeah. yeah. And I live by this. I drink dirty water every day. Yeah, I agree. I go down to the lake that's right outside my duplex. Mm-hmm. I just wade into the water. Uh, it's yeah. about at my knees. My mm-hmm. shins are at about boot level of yeah. dirt and mud. Um, and there's seaweed floating around. There's algae. Uh, fish are biting me. Little leeches attach, which mm-hmm. always a fun time to burn those off. You know, I know. I know. pyro myself, big pyro. Oh, big pyro. Uh, <laughs> but then I take a bucket of water and I bring it into my fridge and I put that in and I don't use a filter cause that's disgusting. Uh, that's really un- unsavory. Yeah. Filters are bad for the environment. So yeah, I, anyway, I don't have the opportunity to do that. Um, so usually what I'll do is I'll buy a bunch of Mio, um, and then I'll squirt Mio. all that out and then fill that up with fecal matter, dirt, um, grime. <laughs> and then I'll just squirt that into my water bottle after filling it up with clean water. So, <laughs> oh, you squirt, you squirt the meal out, yeah, and fill it with fecal matter, right? 
because it's really just the container that I want. So okay, yeah, that would yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. So. Anyway, yeah. We're screwed. Okay. Seriously though, what we have in common, I'd say, um, I think our sense of humor is extremely similar, um, and that probably is due to just years of friendship. Um, I say that. I'd say, what else? What would you say? Uh, we both uh, we like to ooh, we like to do a little of this and do a little of that and play a little bit and, of some checkers. I don't know. Someone don't says, know. "Hey, you want to do this?" And we're like, "Hey, I do like that to do that." Yeah. What do we have in common? I honestly um, can't think. Of- uh, I'd say we have pretty similar morals on a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. We do. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, I really helped out that conversation. Yeah, no, we we yeah. have the same. Yeah, no. Mostly no, the yeah. same outlook oh, on yeah. the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. That's helpful. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's we this, we do have it. similar worldviews, though. Yeah, we really do. Um, yeah, so that's two things we have in common, so that answers the question. What's cool, next? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what in your life do you feel most grateful for? Um, most grateful for probably relationships with people, however that looks. I mean, family or friends or mentors or people who come up to me and they're like, Calvin, you suck. And then I'm like, I use that as motivation, dude. Mm. Mm. And then I go to home and I'm crying and people are like, Calvin, don't cry. Don't be a little, don't be a little cry baby. And then. Yeah, anyway, that's why I probably have insecurities because people come up to me and they tell me I suck. Was that what you were asking? Um, no, I was asking, like, why you think it's a good idea to bottle your emotions. Okay, yeah. So when you push them down and you just harbor those in, like, mm-hmm. psychologically, um, and I would know as, as a psychologist, um, it's good right. because then you build up defense mechanisms that – um, they totally detract you from reality. So then when you bottle all that stuff up, you don't have to live in this reality anymore. And that's really yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you can build walls around yourself and your heart so that no one else can get in and then no one can hurt you. So yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I am. Yeah. Like a relationship, so, so I'll just say that. No. Yeah. Um, I'd say the same. Um, I'm really grateful for family and friends. Um, I feel really blessed. Like I have a lot of really good relationships and I'm also really thankful for the relationships of like people I know that like follow stupidity in their ear on Instagram and like, like the posts um, about merch, but then don't buy it. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a really, really good prank that they're pulling motivational to me to like, wow, I need to actually <laughs> sell merch and, and be better because apparently I suck and I take it's it really like, personal. So yeah, it's like, Hey, we made this stuff for you guys. And like, it's really hard for us to do all this stuff with our limited income, a little time. Right. And like, right. we put this stuff out for them. It's so, like, they can enjoy it. And then they just mm-hmm. like, they like the picture and say like, Oh, I support it. But then yeah. they actually, they just don't. Cause that's one thing I've always loved that are my life is when people like say like they support you or like they're for you, like they really mm-hmm. care about you mm-hmm. and like they, they don't have any actions or anything to follow that up. Like right. that's something right. that I really appreciate from people. So yeah. Yeah, and if like if you can't afford merch, like that's cool. But like I know people who like can and like want to, and they just don't. Like that's that's a good prank, so I respect it. So yeah, no, it's it's a good prank. So moving on, next question: um, If you could change anything about how you were raised, what would it be? Uh, be rich. Like when I say rich, like the most rich person on the planet, like mm-hmm. detached from the whole rest of the world, like because they have so much money. Yeah. I'd say for me, um, I was taught to like share my emotions instead of bottling them up. And that was really mm, detrimental. To that's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. So, yeah. That, that'd be my answer. Um, cool. I wish I had been taught to, um, bottle my emotions. Perfect. Next question. Um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I could change actually, I don't know. Do you have anything? Off the top of your um, head? Uh, so I moved around, like, I moved three different times growing up. And I really liked all the places I lived and all the different things. Um, but just out of curiosity's sake, I would have really liked to have known what it's like to, like, live in one place for, like, your whole life. 
um because i just would don't know what that's like and would want to know so gotcha that's a good one yeah. something about the way i was raised nothing really comes to mind i'm sure i'll know like 10 years from now when i'm in therapy just crushed but i don't think of anything <laughs> off the top of my head <laughs> that's cool no that's a really good thing um next question Ooh. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? I mean, tell me the truth about myself. Like, what would it say? Like, essentially, like, I think you can ask it anything and get any answer. Um, I'd probably ask about. I don't know. I just feel like it's so dangerous to know the future. I've always thought that. Yeah. Because it's like then you either do everything in your power to try to change that and it ends up making it worse or you just become like so, well, you know, I can't change it so I'll just do whatever I want and or do nothing. Yeah. And that to me is super dangerous and I don't know. I just, I don't know if I would want to know. Yeah. I'd probably be like, yo, am I going to ace this? midterm I, I don't know yeah I would probably ask it um, did OJ really do it <laughs> Psych, I can tell you that's, that's, that is just, yeah that's not worth it because he's literally admitted <laughs> it so <laughs> that was funny. kind of a morbid thing to joke about I'm sorry no, no he did it <laughs> and I guess that doesn't relate to myself my life or my future at all but, well, it's like, do I need to know if OJ oh. did it or not, you know? <laughs> okay, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Probably having a podcast. God, stole my freaking answer. <laughs> That's not the greatest accomplishment of my life. Um, I don't know. Probably... Um, when coach put me in fourth quarter during state and I threw a touchdown pass and I'm never going to live that moment. So <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Everyone. Straight down. True. Um, out of the trenches with my brothers. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. What, what's yours? Do you know yours? Probably, I'd say how many books I read is probably my <laughs> greatest accomplishment. <laughs> uh, I, that's a really hard question. Um, that is. I don't know. I'd probably just say um, all of the like smart things that I get to that I tell other people. Um, like I'm really smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when people are like saying a fact that's like not true, and you're like actually no that's not that's based on 2004's data have you looked at the updated 2012 dow jones that nasdaq bro that nasdaq that nasdaq um uh, that's a really nasdaq. hard question um probably my act score <laughs> although i tried really hard on that i took it like six times so yeah I was pretty proud when talking. I finally stopped taking it, but it's not my greatest accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next my question. Though, okay, let me let me speak to this. I think if you view your life as in high school, I achieved my greatest accomplishment, then that's it's not gonna be a good rest of your life. So I'd say I'm good keeping it open. So yeah, me too. Plus, I I don't know if like accomplishment or success. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or yeah, I, if, <laughs> I honestly don't know if that should be a good measure of your life. Like if that's a good way to measure if you've had a good life or not accomplishment and success. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what do you value most in a friendship? Money, you know, so they can pay for me to go to Dempsey's eight times a month. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, what about you? I'd say, um, like, a lot of time people say, like, they want, like, good influences, like, their friends to be good influences. Um, 
But I already think that I'm good enough, so I want friends to be bad influences on me. Um, well, in, the, in that way, like, you are, like, seen as, like, the good guy of the group, and that can really boost right. your ego, so that's right. really healthy. So. And my ego is really uh, deflated. I'm not really, really egotistical. <laughs> I don't really struggle with pride, um, so. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really modest of you to say that, so. Thanks. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> my actual thing would definitely be um probably i don't know i'm tempted to say like you know just i don't know i don't know if you can define what i'm trying to say but there are just certain times when hulu nice you're getting a special offer oh yes <laughs> not even i don't even pay for hulu anymore <laughs> but um it's I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like there's just certain times where it just like clicks instantly. Mm. I'm trying to get it in the and like you just know like yeah we're gonna be friends yeah. and that you can get along with them all the time. But when you do, you know you just you're fighting and you're screaming and crying. You're throwing your hair dryer at them and they're throwing their brush at you and yeah. you're screaming like you're sleeping on the couch tonight. And the other one's like I don't love you anymore. This marriage has been horrible. And then you realize yeah this is this isn't the same person that you married 10 years ago and then you're moving out and you're splitting up all the assets and it's just tough. So that's a horrible dog. Somebody gets a cat. <laughs> I don't know where that even came from, but that was not even funny. That's cool. just sad. Are, are you doing okay, buddy? <laughs> not married. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It was really sad though. So yeah, probably the most important thing to me is that your love lasts in a marriage. So, Right. Um, I'd say the most important thing in friendship. <laughs> Feel free to say an actual answer because I don't know where I was going uh, with that. Okay. Uh, I I think something that's really important in friendship is um, that both people are um, oriented toward like the same thing in life. Like, like if they both. If they're friends, not for the sake of being friends, but if they're friends because they're both really invested in something else, and therefore they're side by side in like going towards this goal, um, I don't know. I think that's really helps. I, I dig. I, I dig, dig it. I dig. Mm. Ooh, ooh, this will be a good one. What is your most treasured memory? Probably when <clears throat> I've been playing quarterback all year and coach said, Calvin, the team, the team needs you. Uh, you're going to go in and play running back and you're going to go run this ball down the field, this pigskin down. And you're going to score a touchdown in the fourth quarter of the state championship game. And I said, coach, for you, I'll do this. And I said, my brothers are down in the trenches and they're, they're fighting in those trenches. They're down there. They're fighting their battles. They're working hard. They're, they're digging down in those trenches and the mud and the dirt and the grime and they're getting trench foot and they're taking a bunch of damage and mortar shells are flying everywhere. And I said, coach, I'm in there. I'm in there with the team. And I, I carried the football all the way down from the 10 yard line on our other side, all the way down for a touchdown and they said, Calvin, you just won us the state championship. So that's my most touched memory. So That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. My um my favorite memory would probably be um when uh when I was playing defense senior year, uh third 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 year of third game of the year for soccer, <laughs> and um, stepped in and cleared the ball out. And this defender, or this this other guy on the other team, he uh, he tripped and fell into my leg, and uh, I uh, ruptured my entire ACL. So that was that was a pretty cool memory. Uh, yeah, that's sick, good, uh, dude. Yeah, a yeah, lot, that's lot, of, sick. lot of fun things associated with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then the craziest thing about it was the very next game, coach was like, "Hey, Draper, I know you have a torn ACL, but we need somebody to go in and there score." Remember that. Remember that. So yeah, I took my brace off and I threw it uh, into the crowd. Um, everybody was going. <laughs> they, uh, they fought over it. Some people. Who were, wants it? Who wants it? Who no, wants no. a brace? Who wants a brace? Get loud if you want a brace. Actually, actually, that's not how it happened. Um, 
that I handed it off to the team mascot, and he had like a t-shirt cannon, but for uh, orthopedic knee braces, and he shot that. And I, I, I actually feel bad because it hit some old lady in the head. Ah, uh, uh, well, yeah, that was, shouldn't have been, should have been looking. Yeah, come on. I mean, you should know when an orthopedic knee brace is flying towards your head at 30 mile an hour. But right. Yeah. So then I, uh, I scored uh, a Brazilian hat trick, and um, six goals. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And impressive. Uh, yeah. They were going to carry me off the field, but I said, no, it's okay. I can walk. <laughs> wow. That's, that's yeah. crazy. Awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's beast. Dude. That's beast. It was, uh, I was a hype beast and I went hard. Yes. As pain, so. that, that's how you go hype beast, dude. That's how you go hype beast. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to think of my actual favorite memory. Cause I haven't answered any of these questions in a real <laughs> way. And like, I just really, I'm worried that we're not going to fall in love if I don't. So, um, my most favorite memory. Um, I I don't know. I have some good ones, but I remember. Okay, a good memory was definitely going to the Grand Canyon and watching the sunset. That was too flame, too flame. Mm. Um, I don't know. Definitely some soccer stuff, but less like actual playing. More just being with like the team. Every team I played on usually enjoyed. So just yeah. hanging out. Mostly, I don't know. I don't have a just one doesn't just like stick out. Just yeah. more just, like being with people and hanging out. Yeah. Get on that grind. Yeah. Hey, we I played think... Call of Duty one time. We we're playing gun game, ten game, ten gun setback, uh-huh. of course, and we played for literally probably over two hours, and <laughs> you know our entire armpits are covered from the shirt sleeve down to uh, past the rib cage. Um, Riley had over 300 kills. Um, Caleb was sitting, Caleb was sitting out cause we had five of us there and he was <laughs> punching me uh, brutally in the face and in the arms and chest whenever I would knife someone and set the game back longer. Um, I remember actually, you know what? I won that game. And so yeah, that actually probably my favorite memory because that was, probably the most hype beast I've ever gone. I was like, hype beast! And then I just knifed him, and then I was shooting, and I was knifing and punching, and <laughs> that was actually a really good memory. It was incredibly painful while Caleb was punching me and yeah. brutalizing yeah. me. Um, but it was really fun. So that's probably my favorite one. That's a really good memory. I remember that as well. Um, I think the one I remember most recently, and I think that's just because I kind of miss everybody a lot, but um, that final night we all had together um, – at that fire out on uh, Hillard's land. Um, it was the five of us. Um, and we just kind of got real and I don't know. That was a that good was, one. That was, that a, was really a good, good one. one. So yeah. Yeah. Um, next question. What is your most terrible memory? Or, Maybe embarrassing story or something. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I'm debating whether or not to let the world in on a moment that was probably the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> but it was really, it's really probably, it would make people laugh. We're far enough into the episode though that no one's probably listening, so it's yeah. probably worth it to tell it. But you want me to tell a story while you decide? Yeah. Okay. So my classic like go-to answer for like oh tell an embarrassing story is um, in second grade uh, I was sitting in Mrs. Way's class and as a class we were coming up with synonyms for small like I don't know if that I guess that's something you do in second grade just list synonyms as a class exercise <laughs> but and I was sitting next to this girl I had a crush on and for some reason. For some reason, I rose my hand and I shouted out the word bikini. And <laughs> I don't even know. Classic, a, dude. I didn't know what that meant when I was that old. B, I don't know how I associated that with small. Um, I think because we were thinking along lines like teeny or like weenie. I don't know, but... I shouted that out, and I just remember everybody laughing at me and being so embarrassed. Wow. My story is a thousand times worse than that one. So I don't know if I want to tell it, but... You don't have to. You know to. what? 
No, I'm going to because it's um, it's time. It's time because I have never said this story out loud. I think I mean you know you'll know what it is because you're involved. But I know. I know. So I called your dad. No, <laughs> I said, "What's up, big boy?" What's up, big boy? <laughs> Done that before. I have a lot of embarrassing stories with your family. That's just classic. But um, one time it was it had to be early middle school. I mean, yes, when we were friends first. Yeah. Mm-hmm probably sixth grade and we i went to dinner with your family we were hanging out and we all went to dinner and i don't even i had like repressed this memory so far down there i just was like hey that's that whole thing of uh yeah the good stuff yeah Yeah. i was just uh, just reminded of this the other day i was like oh my gosh it's horrible (laughs) horribly embarrassing but we went to dinner with your family and it was just a normal dinner, and we were driving home, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I feel kind of sick. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, I have to use the restroom. And it was it was like a 15-minute drive back, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm literally, like, about to poop my pants in your parents' car. <laughs> like, your whole family's in there, and me. <laughs> and I'm like, this is, like, the peak of, like, very, like... I don't know where to go, like what to do. I'm very insecure already as a yeah. sixth grade kid. Yeah. Grade and, and to then have to do that. And I was like, oh my, and I, I didn't know this then, but I definitely had food poisoning. just murdered my whole entire body. Um, and so then we're like almost home, like in your neighborhood. And I just went, because there was nowhere else for it to go. I mean, there was, it was probably, it had to be at least 10 pounds worth of body. Um, and so like not all 10 pounds uh, were released, but it was not like my stomach intestinal area couldn't handle all of it. So like it was about this high and then like probably this much left. It it wasn't that bad, but (laughs) so I I, like, it wasn't like a whole lot, but definitely like, it was like a fart that didn't end up, um, how you would hope a fart would go. And so then, um, I was... (laughs) dying at this point of embarrassment and then i get into your house i'm like just sprint to a bathroom and i was in there for so long probably close to an hour just uh getting through that poisoning so not my fault just food poisoning but (laughs) i I remember being absolutely mortified because i had just soiled my pants and then sprinted downstairs and destroyed your bathroom and yeah it was incredible but it was also in the same way so embarrassing I, i've never spoken that story out loud i don't know if you if you remember that but that i happened. vaguely have some recollection of that not really though but i said it then but okay <laughs> honestly that's more of like that kind of stuff happening to like young boys is so much more common than you th- like just yeah. having three younger brothers and their friends and that that kind of stuff's happened to me before. And it's like at friends' houses is the only time yeah, that ever happened. It's never in a safe place. It's always a dangerous environment. Yes. Yes. Man eat man and just Yeah, that was embarrassing. But you know well, what thank can you do? You sharing, man. That was hey, really thanks. brave. I really have a have a trend here where I embarrass myself at your family's house <laughs> and at your family's expense, so prank. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you're now living and why? I would cancel going to WSU. No way. Um, go shocks, but I ain't taking classes anymore because those are going to be useless. Uh, I'd quit doing that. I'd quit my job at the factory. Um, no more steel mill for Calvin. Um, and then I would probably travel all over the place. Um, just kind of see friends and family, just hang out, bool. I'd be like, don't be sad. Let's just bool. Um, whatever bool means. Yeah. Just go around seeing places and Mm -hmm. telling my friends, I know that your life's not ending, but mine is. So drop everything you have to come be with me. So hopefully they would do that and see what happens, but I would travel a bunch and, uh, visit friends and family and yeah yeah 
probably take out a bunch of loans on stuff and then be like, oh, I can't pay him, so <laughs> screw the banks over. And then my parents are like, Calvin, those go directly to us, you idiot. And then, uh, then I feel bad, but I'm dead anyway, so they can't really do anything. So they can't make me feel bad because I'm dead. So <laughs> can't be angry at a dead person. True exactly. fact. Exactly. But yeah, that's mine. Huh. What's yours? Um, I would probably drop out of school as well. Um, and then I'd spend basically every second I had reading. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So you just said every second I had. I was like, oh, you son of a gun. Dude, son of a gun. Uh, well, that knowledge uh, is useless. You're dead soon. You don't need to read. I would never read know. again if I knew I was going to die. <laughs> um, no, I mean, obviously, you got to spend time with family and friends and travel as well. I'd probably want to see. What would I want to see? I'd want to go to New Zealand, walk the uh, trail. Yes. Moon. I got to go to New Zealand and the Redwoods in California. Dude, Redwoods are lit, bro. Lit, dude, lit. I hate that I just said that. Yeah, oh, even as it's embarrassing joke. for you. Yeah, that was that was cringy for me. <laughs> oh man. Okay, next question. What roles do love and affection play in your life? Uh, none. They're non-existent. Next question. Cool. Um, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Uh, non-existent as well. Go on. Um, okay. Uh, complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share anything. Because I am lonely. Cool. Next question. Uh, if <laughs> <laughs> just knock these suckers out, dude. <laughs> we got time limit on this sucker. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I have nothing in my life worth exciting about. So <laughs> it's really sad. Um, do you, would you like to answer any of those or not? Uh, what was the first one? Because I had forgotten. Um, what role did love and affection play in your life? Yes. I mean. Does that mean like rate it on a scale of one to ten of how often it's there, or like, do you like that, or do you not like it, or? I feel oh, like yes, all of the above. I feel like most people don't like to feel loved and affection like yeah. towards them, and so I'm yeah, one of those kind people because you like that, but yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I, I guess think it's, it's absolutely despicable. Um, and really weak when guys show love and affection. Yes, um, when guys are vulnerable, when they um act out their feelings of passion um besides anything besides football of course because i mean who doesn't love football my true guys love guy football time football down the trenches with my brothers but yeah when they act out any type of um feelings or passion for anything i pretty much think they're stupid so everybody knows boys don't cry don't cry (laughs) all right yep if you couldn't tell by the blatant sarcasm, Calvin, I don't agree with that, but whatever. Yep. Um, that's weird. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? My house, my mom is like, she loves the house being really cold. So when you say close and warm, I'm going to say no, because she always liked she would always have like a blanket on because it was so cold, but <laughs> in like an affectionate way, I would say yes. I did have a happy childhood as well, um, because you know I was I was very blessed. I was very blessed. Yeah. Um, I was actually very very blessed to have my family there. They're top top notch. Um, the topest of notches. Yeah, no, they're good. I had a very happy childhood. I think too, especially seeing some other childhoods that are not so lucky so yeah how about you yeah um i would say that i would say the same um i think the warmth in my family like i'm not entirely sure what that means but i think i guess what that means is like open affection um i think that has increased as my family has gotten older yeah um because i think as a little kid especially as a little boy you're like showing affection is weird um but as you get older, it's like, no, this is something that you should do. Then, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I'd say my family's really close now, um, especially with me leaving. I feel has made us a little closer um, out of necessity. I don't know. But yeah, that's my answer. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Next question. Um, 
Okay, I, I can complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. Fill in the blank. Gumbo. Hey, gumbo Why'd you guy. steal my answer again? Come I know. On. Sorry, I'm just a big gumbo guy. I've had it like once, but it was pretty good. Let me guess what yours is. Um, a book? Nope. A novel, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything? Something I could share with? Probably my love of Star Wars, and I do have that. Ooh. So, I mean, Star Wars is the best thing of all time. So, yeah, that's I'm just going to go with that. That's, that's so down, down. Nailed that song. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Do you have, what's yours? Do you have anything? Oh, um, I'd say probably like a, a good sandwich. Mm. Like a, you know, just like peanut butter and anchovies. No. Oh. Not yeah. Not that. Man, that's disgusting. All right, then never mind. Yeah, shut it. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> just like for the rest of the podcast, like we just don't really talk. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, fine. I'm cutting this in post, so. oh man okay oh when did you last cry in front of another person uh never because i'm a dude uh i don't think you're allowed to cry if you're a guy so (laughs) unless your football team loses state dude in the fourth (laughs) quarter when you're down in the trenches with your brothers All of our friends that play football are <laughs> going to Every listener who plays football is going to be just hating on me. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not football that I'm targeting, I don't think. But it also might be. But <coughs> It's Texas football. That's what we're targeting. Texas football. I pay $15 million for a stadium and try to build up my kingdom in this high school football league. <laughs> I don't even know. Um... The last time I cried in front of somebody. Dang, I don't know. I'm just not a crier. I wish I was, but I'm unfortunately not. Um, actually, I remember I was in Albania, and um, we were we were. I was with a group, obviously, but we were just sharing like our stories or whatever. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know how much people know about Albania because I hadn't heard of it. So I'll kind of give some backstory. It was. Um, Soviet Russia pretty much took it over and it was communist for so, 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 so long mm-hmm. until the late nineties, I think if not mm-hmm. longer. And so, I mean, it was like declared nationally, um, like, like the borders were all closed and it was very, um, poor. It's still one of the most poor countries and just, it was atheistic, which like, I don't know if you're religious people or not, but like it, it was just it was a painful, hopeless environment. So like it was encouraged to be hopeless. And so she was just talking about how hopeless she was. And, um, her husband passed away at one point and it was really, really, really hard on her. She's just telling her story and she, and she didn't speak English. It was just like, we had to translate and it was, I was like crying, listening to her story. It was just so hopeless of, like just communist and then like no hope and she was super poor and everyone was just at war and then like the it was a terribly corrupt government and still is and um the last couple of years she's had a bit more hope and just a lot of stuff has changed that they're not communists anymore and yeah, yeah. borders and crazy crazy stuff crazy 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 Dang. stuff but i was that was last time i cried I was listening to that story so wow bangers yeah um, I think for me, the last time I watched Old Yeller, um, yeah, when when that dog shoots the owner, it's like, how did he even get the gun? And I, I, he doesn't have opposable thumbs; it doesn't work. <laughs> no, um, honestly, the last time I cried was probably last Sunday. It's like a week ago. I was just, 
really moved in worship. So, I dig. That was kind of crazy. Can you dig? Can you dig it? Um, yeah. So, uh, I guess the um. <laughs> See, I got that in post. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I guess the um the final question is, do you? Love football. Love of course, football. I love football. Football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic football. Uh, I don't even know what you say. I'm just talking about football. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I said the last question is, do you love me? Well, Sam, uh, let me give you something. Girls dig guys who cry all the time. I see that on Twitter all the time. It's like, I just want a guy who can cry, like who's in touch with his emotions. He's constantly sobbing his eyes out, just complaining, <coughs> begging for like the pain to stop. I just want a guy like that. <laughs> that was too far. <laughs> Talk about getting cut in posts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna cut that alive, <laughs> but I would say, yeah, I'm in love with you. So, ditto, <laughs> ditto, fist bump. Oh yeah, that's that hurt. Dang, that Classic. was really hard, man. God, that's sick. Yeah, sorry, dude. That's, that's why we're talking about getting cut, man. Getting cut. Football season's coming up, baby. Off season grind. Graham. <laughs> 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 oh, I love football, dude. Oh man, this has been a fun episode. It really it has. has been. Yeah, I mean, what's not what's not to love about falling in love? You know, um, nothing. I'd say. I agree. <laughs> anyway, probably could wrap up. I don't even know how long we're going, but yeah. probably should um, wrap it up. We're just about. Dang, I like, hit my uh, we're just about at uh, what our usual time length is. Um, I guess we can finish up by saying, um, again, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, which I doubt anyone did, yeah. but seriously, we'd really love if you guys would, uh, buy some merch. Um, Agreed. it, it, again, it's not really about money. It's more just about, we're really proud of the design. Um, Lauren worked really hard on it and, um, it's just a great way for you guys to show that you actually enjoy what our, what we're doing. Um, and if you don't, then don't buy it. So then we can know yeah. we can stop. But tell us to our faces, like this is a stupid thing. Like stop doing what you're doing, and oh. yeah, that'll, that's good. We want that. Cool. But the the link for the merch and stuff is in the YouTube description. If you're listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, I guess you should do that. Check out our YouTube. Yeah. But it'll also be on our Instagram at mm. stupidity in your ear. Mm. It'll be in my Instagram, your Instagram, I think, as well, maybe. But yeah, but yeah, give us some, uh, give us some love. Yeah, love. it's all about love. love today. All love today, dude. All, all love. I'm just love, speaking all. love to these people. I'm make just trying to speak love, dude. Oh, yeah. make love not war, dude. Yeah, dude. sick. Yeah, pacifists suck, dude. <laughs> ah, dang it. Oh, uh, anyway, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, it's been fun. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. See ya. How do you turn this thing off? <laughs> <laughs>